0: It's 7.30 and it's Monday. We get to hear live on the telephone from R.W. Estella with a word in Edgewise. Good morning, R.W. Good morning, Allison. Today is the 23rd of April, 2018, the 113th day of the year, with 252 days remaining. Before dawn this morning, remnants of the Lyrid meteor shower competed with a waxing gibbous moon, which will be full a week from today. Tonight, tomorrow night, and the night after, that moon will be en route through the constellation Leo the Lion, its brightest star being Regulus, also known as the Little King, which above it has a backwards question mark, extending in an asterism, a noticeable pattern of stars that is not quite a constellation. That asterism is known as the Sickle, forming Leo the Lion's head and shoulders. Today on the old-style calendar, the Julian calendar, which was in effect at the time in 1616, English poet and playwright William Shakespeare died in Stratford-upon-Yvonne. Traditionally, he is believed to have been 52 at the time, having been born in 1564. Today, 47 years ago in 1971, hundreds of Vietnam War veterans opposed to continuing the conflict in Southeast Asia, protested by tossing their medals and ribbons over a wire fence in front of the U.S. Capitol. And today, in 2005, the fledgling website YouTube uploaded its first clip, titled, Me at the Zoo, showing YouTube co-founder Jawed Karim standing in front of an elephant enclosure at the San Diego Zoo. Yesterday, 48 years ago, millions of Americans concerned about the environment observed the first Earth Day. And the day before yesterday, 852 paddlers apportioned among 454 watercraft of various sizes and shapes participated in the 52nd annual Kanduskake Stream Canoe Race, which has burgeoned considerably over the years. The 16.5-mile course from Kanduskake Village to downtown Bangor has remained relatively the same, but attendance at the first running in 1967 was a mere 51 competitors in 32 canoes. Saturday, the weather and water conditions were favorable for comfortable ambient temperatures and swift floating, which is what the majority of paddlers experienced, whether they were intent on posting the fastest times or not. One of the great aspects of the Kanduskig in its length, with stretches of flat water interspersed with white water, is the inevitability of here and there having a moment to reflect on the gallery of human types afloat on the stream. In other words, this is a race for the rich, the poor, and the in-between, so that at every bend, the paddler is liable to be reminded of something from the past in his or her life. For me, that moment this year came when I paddled around a steep bank and saw two paddlers with grocery bags over their heads. They told me they were the unknown paddlers, reminiscent of the old Saturday Night Live skits. But further, I thought about one of my earliest jobs of being a bagger in a military commissary in Aurora, Colorado, at Fitzsimmons Army Hospital. We had a large plastic bucket at the end of the cashier's conveyor belt, and into that bucket went all the tips that we would bring back after we had loaded groceries into our customers' vehicles. The faster we were able to deliver the bagged groceries and other supplies, the greater our tips. And at the end of the day, we three baggers at each register would divvy up the day's tips. Back in 1967, that would mean some fantastic wages for the era, over $100 for each of us on a good Saturday. Our intent was to please the customer, and we were rewarded for it. Of course, not all my jobs would always work that way, but that's the nature of employment, the nuances of which we will continue to explore on future editions of A Word in Edgewise. For more on Omain, happy spring.